0: Good, morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome back to the CVU School Counselor Podcast. It is February 23rd. Happy snow day. Uh it's 2023 in case you're listening at some point in the future. Today on the podcast, my host my co-host is Jess Hoskins, and we we speak with two folks, Mike Stefanowitz and Fern from Landmark College in Putney, Vermont. Landmark is largely a school for neurodiverse students, but also has some powerful learning available for all students through the dual enrollment program. Seems like a great opportunity for asynchronous summer learning for all of our students. As always, thanks for joining us, and we will see you after the break. conversation today starts with Fern giving us a brief overview of Landmark College.
1: Well, Landmark, uh, for those people who aren't familiar with it, is a very small private liberal arts college in Putney, Vermont. And we are devoted exclusively to students who learn differently. So our students may have diagnoses like ADHD. They may have executive function challenges beyond the autism spectrum or have a specific learning disability such as dyslexia. What we offer students is a traditional and very rigorous liberal arts curriculum, but it's the way we deliver that curriculum that makes us unique. At Landmark, all accommodations and beyond access kinds of support are embedded in the natural teaching of the college, in the very fabric of the institution, so support is comprehensive, it's integrated, and it happens in a very organic, very seamless fashion. We at Landmark recognize that neurodiversity is a strength and we help students leverage their gifts to develop skills and strategies that help them meet the challenges that their learning differences present not just leading to academic success, but leading to success in their lives beyond college. Uh,
2: so I realized we uh, we started off by skipping a really important step, which was introductions. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and do that part now. So I'm Jess Hoskins. I'm the director of special services here at CBU, I'm co-hosting today with Russ. Um, so. Could I ask the two of you maybe to introduce yourselves um, and give, a, give us a sense of uh, your involvement with Landmark, um, how you got there, and what it is that you, that you love about the school.
3: Thanks, Jess. I'm, I'm happy to go first. My name is Mike Stefanowitz, and I'm the new Vice President for Enrollment Management here at Landmark College. Um, so in my role, I work with our admission teams for on-campus, online, and summer programs and I oversee our financial aid office as well. Um, and I came to Landmark this past summer after you know, 17 years of working in different educational settings um, here within the state of Vermont. A fun fact, um, and one of the reasons I'm so excited to do this podcast for CBU, is that really started at CBU. I was a student teacher um, back in 2009 in the social studies department. Um, And CBU has always held a special place in my heart as I've come back for for college nights, um, for the college fair that you often host in in early April. Um, And my my commitment to the state of Vermont um, and working with Vermont students is really strong. It's a place that I'm not a native Vermonter, um, but I've lived since college. And um, I'm the parent to to two young children in the state of Vermont who who go through the Vermont schools. and I've also worked in admissions um, at other Vermont colleges. Um, and so that connection and the professional network of serving students here um, has been really important to me. Um, i have absolutely loved the move to, to Landmark College. Um, as Fern described, the school is um, you know, such a mission-driven institution um, that really celebrates the strengths of our students who learn differently. Um, Being in a school where everyone really rallies around that mission and is so excited to support our students and bring innovation into higher education um, has really been just an awesome opportunity.
1: And Mike, we're really, really happy to have you here. (laughs) So my name is Fern Bork. I am an assistant director of admissions at Landmark College. And uh, when I tell people about my background, I joke that I come to higher ed through a back door, and that back door's name is Aaron. Aaron is (laughs) my 30-year-old son. He has ADHD and uh, significant executive function challenges. And uh, he hit his brick wall when he got to high school. For him, it wasn't a challenge taking information in, but output was incredibly difficult, getting homework done at all on time. planning for long-term assignments, initiating a piece of writing. And so I did what a lot of other parents do under those circumstances, wanting to be supportive. I became very, very involved in his education. And now hindsight being what it is, I know that I became over-involved. And when he was a junior and looking at colleges, I had this horrific moment when I realized that what I had done was essentially become his executive functioning. And by doing that, ensured that he would never develop any of his own. So, yeah, he was very successful on paper in high school, but he also never had the opportunity to learn from failure. So uh, long story short, we found Landmark for Aaron. And after uh, a lot of initial resistance, he actually chose Landmark did his associate's degree here, and it was an incredibly transformative experience for him. During those couple of years when he was on campus, I, like many parents, formed a really deep connection to the college. And um, five years after he transferred, I came uh, to Landmark to work in admissions, and I look at my role here every day as an opportunity to pay it forward. Cool.
0: Uh, I'm Russ Aceto and I am the Fairbanks school counselor. And I've worked with Michael for a number of years in his capacity at St. Mike's and he stole one of my questions which is we started at St. Mike's and my experience while well at CVU, then we had all that work together at St. Mike's, what brought you to Landmark? So I appreciate you kind of giving us that, that journey um, but I'm curious, like what is the Fern, you talked a little bit about it at the beginning, but what is the structure of landmark for students? Like I don't want to say give us a give us a day in the life of, but how does it how does it all work? And I realize that's really huge, so yeah. maybe like take a small bite and prompt me with another question. But like okay. I think families who are perhaps looking at Landmark or maybe should be looking at Landmark, I think kind of getting a picture of what a day looks like or, or how it works is important.
1: A day on our campus is really very, very similar to a day on any traditional campus, uh, anywhere in the country. But where we start our model, uh, depends on an advisor structure from which all other support branches out. So from the day a student comes to campus, they start meeting with their advisor weekly. And that advisor is a person who knows not just what is going on in terms of their academics, but that advisor Uh, make certain that they're aware of what's going on in every aspect of that student's life on campus because we approach everything from, not surprisingly, a very holistic point of view. So that advisor works with students, helps them set long and short-term goals, uh, directs them towards other forms of support on campus. Of course, our faculty have office hours. We do have an academic support center Unlike other centers, it is faculty staffed. It's a one-to-one support offered by both faculty and trained learning specialists who deliver these services um, in a variety of ways, but they offer content support. They can offer uh, help for students who have ADHD and want support focusing, initiating a piece of work. There are executive function coaches in our support center. And in addition, we offer a strong, really robust program of social pragmatic support for our students. And it's all integrated. And uh, there isn't the same kind of process that there would be on other campuses where uh, you go to disability services, you provide paperwork, you you find out what your accommodations are going to be. You take a piece of paper around to every faculty member you work within a given semester who signs off on that. Here, it's really, really seamless, really easy. And while it doesn't require students to be strong self-advocates in the way that uh, the process at other colleges might require, we still focus a great deal of, of attention on helping students build strong self-advocacy skills because they're gonna need that throughout their lives. So I don't know if that really answered your question, Russ, but that is what support and uh, the structure of Landmark looks like. I do wanna just add quickly that student life on this campus is really traditional. So a student doesn't give up sports, speaker series, clubs, organizations to get this level of support. They can have a very full, rich experience on Landmark's campus while they're getting support and building skills
0: i think i think fern you did exactly you answered the question exactly like i was hoping because i think when i talk with students and families there's a misperception of what it might look like at landmark and i want families to know that it really isn't different in terms of the social stuff you know there might be some as you called it, advising that is really targeted and specific for students and really helping them build those skills. But it's not it's not different. It's it's still a post-secondary, a traditional post-secondary education.
3: Absolutely. I I think you're spot on, Russ. And, you know, it's what makes what makes it not different because they're getting all of those same experiences. But I think enhanced is the level of support that so many faculty and staff around our campus bring to supporting those students. So, you know, I love that you brought up the social stuff. Um, you know, we, we have a, an office of social pragmatics in our Student Life Center. We have a lot of our students, um, especially many of whom um, have autism who are coming to us. And one of their big goals for college is, I wanna make social connections with peers. Um, I, you know, I, that's an area where I, I really wanna do some development. And so they'll work with our peers program. We follow that model, which is really intrinsically motivated from students. Um, but there's a lot of folks who, you know, around campus will be able to support students. Um, one of my favorite things when you walk into our dining hall, the first area um, are all of these social tables. And so, you know, for some students who who have goals, of, you know, how do I build these relationships? Starting a conversation is one of the biggest hurdles. So, you know, if you sit down at that table, this is a group that wants to talk about you know, video games or Latinx culture or, um, you know, the movie of the week that was happening. I've seen a full gamut of different topics, but they can jump in really seamlessly. Um, on the other hand, for some students getting through a morning of classes has really taxed their their social capacity. And if they want to sit by themselves somewhere else and take a moment to recharge, we really understand and respect that. Um, so you know, we really apply that, those principles of accessibility um, in support to all different areas of the campus experience.
0: All right, Jess.
2: Mike, yeah, Mike, could you talk a little bit about, um, so the, the admissions profile um, that you are looking at when you are considering students for acceptance um, and sort of how their IEP or their 504 plays into that?
3: Absolutely. Um, so we are, you know, collecting many of the same admission documents that every other college is going to use. We have an admission application. Um, we have letters of recommendation that students submit. Um, they're able to do a writing sample and meet with someone for an interview. Um, but we also have some additional approaches here at Landmark that, that get at our core um, goal of finding students who are college capable. And we talk a lot about, you know, college capable, even if someone hasn't demonstrated college readiness with their grades um, and some of those pieces. Um, because we know that you know our students bring a lot of different strengths to the process. Um, they also might have hit some bumps in the road during high school. Um, baseline, our students are coming to us with a college prep diploma um, from a high school. Um, they're coming to us, you know, usually instead of an IEP or a 504 plan, they're they're sharing the psychoeducational exams. Uh, or evaluations um, that they might have done, you know, in concert with their school um, or in concert with um, a healthcare provider that that they've worked with, um, and you know, we're looking for you know information, especially around you know their their processing, their academic abilities, um, that help us not only admit a student who's going to be really the right mix of, um, or whose needs match up with the right mix of our strengths of what we're able to offer, but who we can place into an academic level. You know, Some of our students will come in ready for full credit. Some of our students will come in and they need a lot of support with writing or written expression or auditory processing. Um, and we'll spend the time with the students you know, doing that continued skill building so that they can really hit their stride and build their confidence in college courses. Um, it's a really individualized process and so Students can expect their admission counselor will have a lot of touch points without, with them throughout um, the admission process. Um, we talk a lot with parents and families. We talk a lot with you know, folks like both of you, the teachers and school counselors who are supporting students. Um, and we go back with a lot of questions. Um, and when a student you know maybe isn't the right profile for you know what the strengths are or, or what the um, offerings that we have here are at Landmark, we really work with them to, to try to point them toward opportunities after high school, and we, we consider ourselves you know as invested in that transition planning um, as as we think the high school folks are uh, because we want to serve students well.
0: Um,
2: so that begs that uh, leads me to another question. Sorry, Russ, I'm going to cut you off. Um, thinking about so thinking about transition planning, something that comes up with with kids a lot starting as early as 10th grade but mostly 11th and 12th graders is like can i can i go to college can i do this and i know that you have summer programming and maybe this is where the dual enrollment sort of piece comes in like what what opportunities do students who are still in high school have to access access um, opportunities through you that can help them decide if this if i can go to college
3: oh that's there are so many wonderful opportunities here at landmarking that uh, category And I think it goes back to the ethos of what we try to accomplish is helping students meet their goals as they define them. You know, we started out as a transitional college where, you know, students like Fern described your son, Aaron, who got his associates here and then, um, you know, went on to his next, you know, goals and plans after college um, here at Landmark. We have students who will come you know just in the summer as high school students to try their hand at living on a college campus. You know, again, their goals run the gamut. Um, they may be here because they want to build their confidence living in a residence hall, having those social situations with students um, and peers. They may be here because they really want to work on their writing skills. Um, and you know some of the courses that our students take in the summer are really tailored to that goal. Um, some of them are really interested in, in other academic disciplines and they, they want to you know build those skills in concert with their high school. So our summer program, is a really great opportunity um, to do that, and we have summer programs um, for high schools who are rising juniors and seniors. We also have high school. Um, we have a college readiness program for recent high school grads, um, maybe who are planning to go to a, a college or university that's not landmarked, that's not specifically engineered for neurodiversity, that um, they want to spend that time continuing to build up their toolkit. You know, how do I take notes from a a lecture, how do I, um, you know, navigate some of these college experiences successfully? Um, And for those students who are ready to try their hand at a college course, um, we're really proud of our online dual enrollment program. Um, So this is again for juniors and seniors, um, and students who are doing online dual enrollment are taking asynchronous courses. Um, So asynchronous, the fancy way of saying um, they don't have to meet at a specific time, um, or do face-to-face instruction, um, you know, as the majority of their course with a faculty member, um, But they log into our learning management system, they go through um, this course. And the icing on the cake to me for, for online dual enrollment is that there is a face-to-face component with a course coach. So you have your faculty member, as well as another advisor who's teaching you, how do I navigate this college course? How do I plan out my week? You know, do I wait and I try to do, all day Saturday, my whole college course, well, that's a recipe for, for not, not so much success usually. Um, but if you can figure out those executive functioning pieces of well, how do I do an hour a day, you know, make sure I'm reading, jumping on the discussion threads and working this around my other life commitments, um, our students emerge from dual enrollment not only with you know, three bona fide college credits. Um, But also a lot of self-discovery about how they're going to conduct themselves in college and, and practice those executive functioning skills.
1: So the one common thread that runs through all of these programs and runs through everything that Landmark does is there is a stated curriculum and what we would call a hidden curriculum. And what that hidden curriculum is about is helping students develop the self-awareness to become strong self-advocates, help them strengthen their executive function skills, help them know themselves well enough to develop skills and strategies, specifically to support who they are as learners. So whether or not after this taste of landmark, they choose to enroll here as undergraduates, what we are essentially doing is preparing them for a smoother transition to college.
0: So um you guys have talked a lot about what appears to me to be very low student to faculty ratios. Can you can you highlight like how many students are at Landmark and what is the what is what is an average faculty to student ratio? Does that does that even apply?
1: Sure. So we have about 450 students on campus. That is separate from any students who are studying online with us. We have a six to one student to faculty ratio, which is pretty incredible. Yep. Uh, It's not something you would find on other college campuses. But what I think is really significant about that is what it means for our students. They find themselves in classes of, on average, eight to 12 students only. So, there is no such thing at Landmark as a lecture class. Um, and our classrooms are very dynamic settings where students are interacting enthusiastically with one another, interacting with their instructor. So, it's a totally different kind of a classroom setting. You know, as first year students on a traditional college campus, they would find themselves in lecture classes perhaps of 200 students or more. that simply doesn't exist land.
0: You got a question, Jess, or do you want me to go next?
2: I'm struggling with my internet connection, Russ, so I think you should go and then hopefully it will this out.
0: <laughs> I, I had to plug mine in so um, So there, so there's a lot of support on campus, which I, I really love. I love the fact that there's a students in in my experience. Students don't get lost on campus. Like you might have a you might hear of a student in a public high school getting lost in the 1,400 student population. It's hard to get lost in a class of eight. Um, But I'm curious with all of this individualized work, all of this attention. the building up of skills. Where do students go when they leave Landmark?
3: My gosh, they, they go in so many different directions. And I want people to be excited about the opportunities that Landmark gives on campus and beyond. Well, I wanna go back to, to one of the premises of your questions, because you talk about the level of support, but it's also so important for us to back that support out in ways that students are going to graduate ready for a job, ready to you know, go off and get an apartment with friends or go off and, and live on their own, um, if that's what the student's goals are. You know, Remember, our goal is to support the student's goal as they define it. Um, and so as we added bachelor's degrees to our curriculum, traditionally, we were an associate's degree campus, You know, about a, you know, 10, 12 years ago, um, we started offering bachelor's degrees and at the same time, really ramped up our career development opportunities. Um, The career center here is top notch. um, And one of the things that they focus on um, is helping students find internships that start here in campus offices, um, and then will graduate to internships in the local community or or other organizations. Um, And right now we have a really devoted group of um, parent and alumni um, volunteers called LARC, which you're a member of, Fern, um, and one of their big projects is finding internships for our students all over the country um, in the summer months um, so they can go ready to tackle careers confidently. Um, we've had students, you know, because our approach is so individual, we, we take, you know, all of their goals with companies, um, and we have a network of, of employers that we work with, um, many of whom you know, are really interested in, in making a more neurodiverse um, workforce. Um, companies like Hasbro and Google, um, we had one student ambassador this past year who's had a lifelong love of Chuck E. Cheese, um, and he's also uh, one of the, the campus radio and, um, you know, TV uh, folks, and he went out and had an internship, the very first intern they brought over the summer to live in Texas, you know, near the Chuck E. Cheese corporate office, he walked away from there with a job when he graduated at their corporate headquarters. Very cool. Um, so he took, you know, something he loved and, and used, you know, what he learned at Landmark and turned this into a really cool job that he's telling every single tour about um, because he's just so jazzed. I love um, that. You know, we have students who will still stay for a shorter amount of time in that spirit of a transitional college. And, and they may choose to go on to a bachelor's degree institution that offers a different set of, of academic majors. Are, some of our majors are, are general in nature. So if you wanted to take life science and go down the route of you know, nursing or something else in healthcare, we support students in that um, opportunity to transfer as well. Um, we really give students a, a full gamut of experiences. you want to add something? First?
1: I do. Thank you, Mike. Um, Some of our students are also doing really uh, cutting edge uh, internships in our research institute. We are very fortunate to have such a thing embedded in our campus. It's the Landmark College Institute for Research and Training. Um, One of the really exciting projects our students have worked on is a virtual reality game designed to improve access, to STEM for students on the spectrum. So there are very incredible research and internship opportunities right here on campus. But the other thing I wanna talk about is something um, going back to your original question, Russ, about what students do after Landmark. My first response in my head, when you asked the question was, where do they go? They go everywhere. But I want to address something that parents in particular may be thinking about and concerned about. So you think about all the incredible support Landmark offers, well, what happens to students when they don't have that level of support in their next school? So what I wanna say is that what Landmark is really good at doing is help creating independent self-motivated learners who know what they need to do to succeed in any environment. So are transitions tricky? Well, transitions can be tricky for all of us. You don't have to be neurodivergent to have problems with the transition. But but despite the level of support, what it is all working towards is that kind of independent self-knowledge and self-advocacy that will allow these students to flourish and be fully contributing members of society in any area they choose to pursue after landmark. You know, the reason that the companies that Mike referred to are pursuing neurodiverse workforces is that neurodivergent individuals have so much to offer and contribute through their lens, through a brain that works differently, They see the world differently and so can be great innovators. They can also help solve decades long uh, problems that have plagued us by looking at them in unique ways. So we are preparing students, and if I might say so, really successfully at taking those next steps and making a profound difference in this world.
0: How's your internet connection? Jess?
2: it's better. I think I uh, I just I was really struck by what you said about um, the strengths of of learners who are neurodivergent. I I through my experience working as a special educator for many years, it, kids um, kids can internalize pretty early that being neurodivergent is not a strength, and they can't necessarily put that word to it, um, but. They spend a long time in a in a system that's not set up for the way that their brains work um, i I guess that's making me wonder like what what thoughts like what works at landmark that you could see work transferring into a high school setting
3: Well, you know one of the things that I think has been so impactful at landmark in Helping folks unpack that experience early on, because you're right. So many of our students come with, you know, mixed experiences from high school, but or and from you know earlier, but you know throughout their lives, getting their sig- getting some signals that their neurodivergence is a negative um, or a weakness. Early on, our students all go through a course called Perspectives and Learning. And that course is offered in dual enrollment, it's offered in LC online, it's offered here on campus, sort of whatever program you come in at. um, If you're taking college level courses here that's one of those, you know, entry level experiences everyone has. Students will sign out their admission file, they'll sign out their neuro testing in that, they'll look deeply at it, they'll confer with each other, they'll confer with their professor, and through the exercises in that class, they really start to unpack themselves um, through multiple domains of learning and how those domains stretch over, you know, multiple life experiences. Um, We have a faculty member here who, you know, will often refer to the example of, if you're somebody with slow processing speed, you know, that's going to impact you potentially in the way that, you know, you're able to take in information and respond to a question in class, but it's also gonna impact you in the way that you, know, you respond to humor with peers, because you know, if you get the joke after everyone else, that you know, might impact the way that you know, your social dynamics work. So to really understand that about yourself and then put words to it, I think is, is part of the magic of Landmark. And you know, it, it really isn't magic, it's about the resources that we, we put around and the intentionality. Um, so I think opportunities to do that kind of reflection, um, you know, and perspectives and learning sounds like you know a, a big deal course, and it is for us. And students can take it, you know, with shameless plug with the Vermont voucher and dual enrollment. Um, but it can be as simple as making sure that you go to your own IEP meeting as a with a, a special education plan um, at CBU. Um, that you're active in those conversations about transition planning. Um, and that takes work. That takes you know confidence building um, to be confident in, in your own skin. Um, but our students, I think, would say it's so well worth um, the payoff there. Um, and when when you play that active role in shaping your future, I, I think that's really very much in the spirit of what we do here at Landmark.
1: And I'd also like to add something about perspectives and learning that I think could translate very well into the high school environment. It is an inner dive in which students are really pursuing self-knowledge. They come to us already very aware of their areas of challenge. What they are less aware of is their strengths and their gifts. So as much attention is paid to perspectives in learning, to understanding those those strengths. You know, our students come to very often identify their learning difference as their superpower. So if we can reframe for young people both the challenges and the gifts that are an equal part of their neurodiversity, I think we can go a long way to changing that stigma and that feeling of less than that many students have.
0: I, I like the, and if I'm if I mishearing, correct me, but I like the shift from looking at neurodiverse individuals as having some sort of disability or deficiency, if that's, if those are the appropriate words, to celebrating the individual and the learning and who they are, because that's, When I've done that as a school counselor, that's when I've seen my kids really when they know I believe in them and when they know that uh, when they begin to believe in themselves and celebrate what they're good at and how they work, then they go on and they do really cool stuff in the classrooms here and and beyond.
1: And landmark is above all a strengths based model.
0: Um, I, I want to go back and clarify something just because I think it's super important um, that I'm hearing you correctly and that the school counselors who listen to this or that I give information to hear it correctly. You do not need to be identified as a neurodiverse learner to enroll in Landmarks dual enrollment classes. Is that correct or incorrect?
3: That is correct. So we we start collecting, you know, sort of the the diagnoses and and the the neuropsych testing as part of the admission process for the undergraduate program for students who are doing dual enrollment or doing the high school program. um, I think that the folks who feel drawn to those programs would say I'm somebody who learns differently. Um, but we don't get into that level of complexity with students as they're applying for those programs.
0: Well, and I'm thinking about, well, what was the name of the, and if, just for everybody, the, the 30 people who might be listening, um, what was the name of the course that you were talking about that is offered through dual enrollment that everybody takes? That's called Perspectives in Learning. So here at CBU, we're piloting, Jess, correct me if I'm wrong, we are piloting, um, essentially a unified communications class next year, or even this semester where it's modeled after our unified sports yeah. class and teams. We have, a, we have a unified sports class that had um, moved from one section a couple years ago to, you know, who knows how many sections coming up, but it's certainly more than two because kids are really feeling like they benefit and they want to learn with and collaborate with neurodiverse uh, students and so when I think about some dual enrollment opportunities for students that seems like a great place to to direct them because I see students in some of those classes not identified as neurodiverse um, really benefiting from some of this other learning that can happen
3: Absolutely. Well and, and if you have counselors and teachers who might be listening to this from CDU and you know are interested in a group going through that, that course experience you know on on more of a cohort scale, um, Landmark does work with individual high schools um, if there's a cohort that wants to have a dual enrollment experience um, together um, there are ways of getting at that so
0: we'd be happy to talk more. All right, Jess. What am I missing? We've been we've been with Fern and Michael for almost forty minutes, minus the little wonky introduction piece that I, I butchered. But what what am I missing? Fun, Ross.
2: <laughs> well, when it's a group of people who know each other, sometimes you forget about the intro. Almost <laughs> everyone knows each other. <laughs> you forget about the introductions. Um, I, I am not sure that we're that we're missing anything. Uh, when are you going to be in CBU again, Mike?
3: Oh, anytime you like. Um, you know, we would love to, you know, connect with students, um, you know, either when we visit in the fall or spring um, for a visit to the Direction Center, um, or anytime that students want to connect by phone or video chat um, or to take a trip down to Putney. It is a, it's a, it's an easy two-hour drive down um, to exit 4 of I-91 Um, And we offer daily campus tours um, every weekday, Um, so if somebody's interested, you know, one of the the admission approaches that we always bring is a really individualized conversation to get to know students. Um, So where you might go to another college and sit in a large information session before the tour, um, here at Landmark, you're probably going to be sitting and having a face-to-face conversation with your admission counselor, and, and we love to do that with families.
1: And the other thing that I like to offer families is uh, as a parent of a neurodivergent young man, um, I have long recognized that no matter how different our students may be, that we as parents have been on a similar journey. So if you have parents uh, who could benefit by having a conversation with another parent who has been through this process, I am always available and eager to do exactly that
0: cool i think landmark is i've been as i've been doing this podcast this has been one of those things that i've kind of had in the back of my mind like i'd like to highlight some of the more unique programs that are out there for for students and families and i think that uh we're able to accomplish that today so thanks guys i appreciate it
1: thank you